like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, what are we talking about today? Anything in the news you want to talk about or anything? Oh, my gosh. There's a lot going on in the world. And um, it's, you know, with everybody home (laughs) and everybody suddenly with their kids for extended times when they're not used to that. Um, And even if you're used to being at home with young kids, you're not used to having to cope with the stress of all the world coronavirus news. So we are here for you to give you some reassuring renegade support because, boy, is there a lot that families might be coping with right now. So let's get into it. Where do we want to start? Well, I think, um, you know, I was just picking up the two It's Okay books. And I think if you have them on your shelf or you can download them, these are going to be really a life support during these times because there's there's lots of just basic how to get along and coexist with people, which is what we do every day. But when we're out and about in our normal routines, we all get a break from each other as far as families or, or whatever it might be. And when we're stuck together again and again and again, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get away from that particular... Uh, behavior that your kid is doing that's driving you nuts, um, we made a little bit of a reminder, a calm reminder of of how to just behave and interact as uh, human beings. So that's really what the It's Okay books are all about. I think, Jeff, we should start um, with one of the um, topics in the second book, It's Okay to Go Up the Slide, because there's a whole section on dealing with news disasters. Yeah, there's, I mean, kids are, and we may think we sometimes shield them from what's going on in the news, but a lot of times they're, I mean, <laughs> their ears are perked up for for novel and different, and so it it seeps into their ear holes and then into their minds, and so so how we how we handle that is really important. Yeah, I mean, there there's so many aspects of this. For one thing, don't assume just because your kids are young that they don't know what's going on or that they don't have fears associated with what's going on. Um, they may be different fears than yours, yeah. <laughs> but there's something, they, they pick up that anxiety vibe. So one thing that um, caring adults often do is just put on that happy face and pretend everything's normal. Guess what? It's not normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like children are wired to see through those uh, those masks we put on in those situations. Yeah, and I think they get more anxious if you're pretending. They can pick out that fraud pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. as we can pick out when you know they're saying, "Oh, I did that," and you know they didn't. Uh-huh. Um, 
so there's um, the kids' radars are on right now, and we need to be honest and respectful about that. So, you know, I would um, everybody's giving advice like don't have the news on 24 hours a day, and you know it's not going to change the situation and it's not going to help your stress level. So that's good, particularly if you've got young kids around. Um, you know, take your news when you need to in little doses throughout the day just to keep up, but don't have it replaying and, and being there. Um, try to interact with everybody um, without that news constantly coming in from the outside. But then don't be afraid to talk about it. Um, and you can, I think with young kids particularly, it's important to start with where they are. You mm -hmm. have no idea what's going through their heads right now <laughs> unless you ask or find out or probe just a little bit. So you can say, hey, there's a lot, you know, we're not going to school anymore. Or we can't go to the Saturday movie the way we always do. Or, um, and, and just do an open-ended question. Um, what, have you, what, have, what have you heard? What's going, um, what do you think about all this? Or yeah. just find out where they are. And that'll give you a great starting point to know how to gauge your response. Yeah, and just... And and then deal with it where where they're at. You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to pull up the the Center for D Disease Control website for them and start looking at graphs um, necessarily if they're two and a half years old and they've just heard that they're not going to preschool for a couple of weeks. You just you just address what's going on with them. You don't have to have to flood them with with more information than they probably care about. Right, and don't be worried if they they take one bit of info and then go off and change the subject and talk about the squirrel outside. That's yeah. fine. They've gotten what they need from you. You don't need to belabor it. But keep checking in once in a while, um, you know, even with, you know, how are you doing? Just a <laughs> um, Also, I think it's really important for us grown-ups to not rush to false assurances. Like, don't worry, you'll be fine, or don't worry, it can't happen to our family, or don't worry, I'll keep you safe. Um, you can say something more honest, like, I will do everything in my power to keep you safe. That makes the kid feel just as safe, but it's not a lie. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's important not to lie here. Um, the other night, one of my kids said, you know, are you going to die, Mama? And I said, yes, but probably not today. <laughs> probably not today, probably not from this, but... Um, but, you know... It, it you know the, this whole section on news disasters immediately goes into talks about death and you know people being we talk about okay people are sick and we're trying to take care of people but then sick can lead to the next questions that we like to dance around yeah <laughs> so um one thing that's important just generally but if you haven't done it in a while just talk about who's going to take care of them you know, if, you know, if you did die before you got to be an old person, mm -hmm. you know, if they, mm -hmm. so what, what would happen to the kids? Cause they want to know me, 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 who's going to take care of me. Yeah. Um, and also let them know, well, how the telephone works, or maybe they figured that out and you don't know how to use your own phone, but. <laughs> you know how to use it for everything, but making phone calls. But just kind of check in, make sure that, um, you know, if maybe an oldest kid, even if oldest is four, knows how to um, call 911 if there's a problem or knows how to um, call the neighbor's house or, what, or grandma's house or whatever it is so that um, you know that they know what to do. Kids feel a lot safer if they know, okay, if there's a fire, I leave the house. 
if if mom falls over on the floor, this is what I do. Yeah. Um, so don't be afraid of broaching those subjects because it's um, it's just good stuff anyway. But this this current pandemic brings some stuff we kind of want to hide in the shadows out into the open. So there's good books about this. Um, I know our local library is closed, but there's a lot of ways to access libraries online or at the moment still order books from um, various all my local bookstores are doing curbside pickup so they you know you can drive through and pick up your order yeah i was i was um, talking to a librarian the other day heather and i suggested i was wondering why they weren't doing uh uh uber pickups so that you'd, you'd put your book order online to the library the 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 uber driver would bring it to you um and there's oh, there's a way to disinfect i mean book make sure the the books are cleaned and everything and and it would keep the librarians in at work and it would keep the uh the uber drivers busy but uh nobody's doing it yet i was kind of sad about it um sorry <laughs> i thought it was a good thinking. idea <laughs> yeah and um as far as as your kids play you know um don't worry if they start playing everybody's dying or the virus, coronavirus is spreading. Um, there was a lot of people really curious to watch kids play after one of the bigger news disasters that rocked our country, you know, 9-11. Preschoolers everywhere were crashing planes into towers yeah. of blocks. Yeah, I, and I've, that I've freaked been collecting... out the adults. That freaked everybody out. But yeah, just observe it, find it fascinating, and let it go on. It's all healthy. Yeah, I think another thing we gotta we gotta touch on here is that if you are trying to help de-stress your children, you need to be doing the same for yourself. I think a lot of parents and caregivers put self-care on the bottom of the list when things are good, and it gets pushed further down the list in stressful times like this. And so now is not the time to quit your self-care routine and if you don't have a self-care routine it might be a good idea to start one as right. we work through this um this unknown situation absolutely and i think that it's important to to whatever your current routine is tweak it now ramp it up and one of the things that i would strongly suggest if you're caring for for a house full of housebound youngsters is implement at least an hour of rest time after lunch and that doesn't mean you might say, oh, but my kid's given up naps. Don't worry. They don't have to sleep, but they do have to stay in the spot that you designate, whether that's their room or their mattress or wherever it is, that that's where their butt stays. And they have to be not coming to you, you know, unless they need to use the bathroom or something. Um, it has to be blood or fire. <laughs> they come out. Um, or virus, I suppose. But it's that's for everybody's sanity. You will do a better job if you know that you have that break every day. And it's good for everybody to have rest time, mental rest time. They can look at books. They can do anything quiet. They don't have to sleep. But if you don't do that already, start it now. And if they go, if they normally go to a daycare or a school, they're used to, they're often used to that routine. They might not be used to it at your house, but now they will be because you're going to start a brand new routine. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that time, time to yourself kind of concept the other day. And it got me thinking about my, my grandparents farming up in, up in North Dakota and being married for a gazillion years. I think they were married for over 60 years. And I, when 
I was young and freshly married. I, I talked to my grandfather about this, about how you know how you how you stay together, and and his whole thing is well, we spend the winter in this tidy house together, really close together, and then during the other. 10 months of the year, nine months of the year, I'm outside in the field and she's outside doing, doing stuff. And so they, they made sure they had time away from each other is how they made the marriage work. And I, I think that goes for, for a lot of things that, that time apart kind of makes the time together all that more valuable. And, right. and even in situations like on. this, yeah, yeah. even in situations like this. When you know that you have times to be off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that's, that's important stuff. And then if you do have a copy of It's Okay Not to Share, that might be your lifeline because there's huge parts about coping with big emotions, coping with conflict, setting limits. All, those are the basic ingredients you need to survive as a caring, loving family unit during times when you're really housebound. Yeah. And you may have a spouse or somebody else in your family who's suddenly home too, an adult who's, you know, either trying to get work done desperately in a situation that's not normal or, um, you know, just is idle. So there's a lot of uh, emotional, psychological stuff going on. You will need these skills. If you have a copy on your shelf, brush it off because we all need to remember the basics that all feelings are okay, but all behavior isn't. Yeah, and in this situation, there are probably adults who are having combinations of feelings they have rarely experienced and having to navigate those and then deal with these little people who may be having some of those feelings for, for the first time. They're brand new to them, and it can, it can get chaotic, yeah, it can get chaotic. And if, you know, taking it to its more extreme, but the um, uh, newspapers are already uh, reporting on this, is that um, they fully expect with everybody cloistered together like this, not being able to get away out onto the farm, so to speak, mm. um, that domestic violence is going to shoot up. So if you feel like you're in an unsafe situation, you got to call out, but, um, you know, people are being told to isolate and that's not going to help. So way before it gets to that level, just even with you maybe um, behaving or yelling in a way you're not used to, you know, go back over the basics. Remember, you got to cope with your feelings. You got to cope with the feelings around you. Feelings really matter at this point. And we've got to pull out that wartime mentality but it's it's in a microcosm. It's in our own homes. It's in our own apartments, and we've got to be able to cope with with each other, which is our normal people that we love so much. But we got to be able to cope with each other and setting limits, setting new routines, accepting those big feelings. And of course, it doesn't help that all the feelings are heightened right now for a lot of people. So you know, take good care, take some deep breaths, and remember those those basic conflict skills, which is figure out what's the problem going on, maybe make an observational statement. I see that you both want that at the same time. And then figure out, you know, the feelings involved and setting limits, setting those personal boundaries. And maybe you guys need some space within your, maybe you need to designate some safe spots in your house people can just go to when they need a break from each other. Uh, of course, if you, depending where you live, if you can get outside, yay. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's going to help. And, and I think we all know that, that, you know, the more you can run them out, including yourself, just take yourself for a walk, 
Um, if they don't want to come, pile them in somehow in a wagon or a whatever, <laughs> trundle them along somehow. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's nothing we can't do. We know these things. We can do these things, but we may not want to. So we're going to have to, um, you know, use our best skills to keep everybody together. Yeah, I think I think we may be, I mean, the whole social distancing thing, I mean, at this point, it's about flattening that curve, right? And, and that's an important thing. But I think we should also be aware that there's technology out there for staying connected to the people you want to be connected to or you're used to being connected to virtually. And so if you can get online, I mean, there's all kinds of, and there's Skype and there's uh, FaceTime and there's all kinds of other stuff out there to, you know, help kids connect to grandparents or kids from their preschool program or whatever virtually just to, just to check in. I think that's going to be a little bit of not only emotional relief, but it, it helps maintain those relationships a little bit when you can't be together face to face and you're used to being together face to face. Right. And um, just what, since we're on the topic of what technology can do to connect people and all, um, we all have resources to help you in that way. Um, for your kids or older kids, um, I'm thinking elementary, middle school, etc. And um, I've just launched something called Fiction Fridays. And you can, that's a little dose of me. Um, it's aimed primarily at kids, but anybody interested in books and so on is welcome to to look in. Um, it, it includes stuff about um, writing stories, and uh, but it also has a few corny jokes just to keep things, <laughs> you know, in a in a fun, fun way. So that's coming every Friday on YouTube. Just look up Heather Shoemaker. I have um, a little channel there, and also of you know, in-person events are canceled, obviously. <laughs> I'm not booking anything till September, um, and who knows? That's that's all um, up in the air. But you know, if you think you want to take this time to do some training, contact me. We'll we can do things remotely. In fact, Jeff's been tutoring me on how to push the right buttons. Yeah. Um, and Jeff, if you have online resources you want people to know about, we've got some downtime. Maybe this is a chance to connect in different ways. Well, the whole Playvolution HQ site, we are pushing 10,000 pages on that site already with, you know, my, my whole goal is to curate the early learning world. So there's articles on, on all kinds of stuff. We've got, we've got training stuff and we've got quotes and we've got articles. And so if you're looking for play or do it yourself ideas and all these kind of things, there's lots of resources there. I just shared the other day, we started a, a section on, on kids games, you know, like the old fashioned games, the, the little playing with string games and card games and and clapping mm -hmm. games and all that kind of old school stuff that kind of falls out of people's minds until situations like this when they're trying to figure out how to keep the kids busy so there's a lot of that stuff out there and another thing I put out just the other day as far as pe keeping people connected I've got this uh, zoom meeting platform I use for well we're using it right now for recording and that I use for online trainings and since I've already got the account I decided to make it available for anybody that needs to use it to connect with other people that doesn't want to set up their own account and have to deal with that we're just going to start scheduling people on my account and and I put the put the call out yesterday and we've already got some things that we're booking so that's out there as a resource so, so if you want to connect with with 
kids in your program or coworkers and you, you don't have any other easy avenues to do it, I'm offering this without any charge or anything just to, just to be helpful. So that's an opportunity too. Okay. So hang in there, everybody. We, um, we're going to get through this with flying colors, even if it gets really difficult. Um, you know, you're going to pull out your best self through this, and it's not going to be necessarily immediate or straightforward, but I guarantee that um, you will find some, some resources that you didn't know within you and shine up a little bit of, of your life, even though this is not what anybody wants, and it can, you know, none of us know it's going to happen, but yeah. we can all do our best through whatever comes. Yeah, we, we so humans just are sending pretty resilient you, creatures. We are resilient, um, and we need to, as you know, Jeff was just saying, reach out and help each other. But since you're kind of on the front line, isolated at home, that's tough. So reach out and um, reach for these resources to help you through each day. At our family, we have instituted a Corona Award every week. So whoever's been able to pull, pull um, cooperation and you know dealing with their feelings and all the best gets to be the weekly Corona Award winner and then they get to do a victory dance. So do whatever you need to do to get your own um, uh, family through this and just know we're thinking of you. There we go. This has been Renegade Rules. We'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.